here on a JM in the AM radio broadcast for a Wednesday morning, the fifth day of the Aserisimei Tshuva. We are halfway through the 10 days of repentance, a great opportunity to uh, delve into 5784. Let's see what Tough Shin Pei Dalit is all about calendarically. And as I said earlier, I am proud that we created this segment and that now so many people call it their favorite segment of the year. So many people get involved. <laughs> so many people forward this segment to other people through WhatsApp and through email. If you're into Jewish calendaric trivia, this is a dream come true. Rabbi David Heber, of course, is with us. He's author of the book, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. Again, we highly recommended The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. He is the director of Star K Computer Department and Rabbi of Kahal Avas Israel Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Maryland. And most importantly, of course, and most prominently on Rabbi Heber's resume, he is the calendaric consultant for us here at JM in the AM. Rabbi Heber, a pleasure to say Gemar Chasimatova and welcome you back to JM in the AM. Chasimatova, a good year to you and to all of your listeners. Thank you. Hope your Hashanah went well. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. It was, oh, by the way, let me just mention, because there are a lot of listeners who have been contacting me regarding this issue of blowing shofar on Shabbos. Uh, Rabbi Heber and I have decided uh, that even though it does seem, and again, this is just a conjecture on my part, I'm not speaking for Rabbi Heber, it does seem that some responsible rabbis have taken on the custom or brought back the custom of blowing shofar on Shabbos, the first day of Rosh Hashanah in Israel. And again, it's a very, very small minority, obviously. Uh, but Rabbi Heber and I have both decided that neither of us at this time are equipped enough to discuss this issue, so we're going to table this issue. Rabbi Heber, do you and I agree that maybe the next time that Rosh Hashanah uh, starts on Shabbos, we might we might delve into the topic? <laughs> we we can always talk about it. There's, there's actually a Mishnah Brewer that that asked the question, and uh, but but he leaves. Of course, he just asked it as a lumbar question right. of, of of of. There's no Rosh Hashanah today. Deiraisa. Right. And and therefore the Gzera, you know, everybody asks the Mishaburah, what does he mean? Because you need a, a based in Kalabuchakbaminya, which means you need a, a greater based than than the who than than the based that made that original right. Hakana, which which we don't have. Which we're assuming uh, we don't have, right. Which I, it's a good right, assumption. We don't have, right, yeah. So that's what he gets hard. Right. Other than doing Xeris is not something that right. uh understood we and, do. And, and in Lumdish, it's a good Lumdish discussion, right. though, that's for sure. Right. The question yeah. is whether it should ever be put into practice, and those who do do it will obviously, I'm assuming, take Lulav and Esrug also on the first day of Yontav this year. But again, we're talking about a uh, a very small minority and a topic that we're not ready to discuss right now in at length. When is the? Do you know offhand the next time that <laughs> that the first of the? We got year? a lot. We're, we've got a lot coming up. We have we have in twenty. We have actually back to back, twenty twenty six. 2027 will be back to back Shabbos. So 20. So 24 is a three day Antif. That right. 24 is a three day Antif. I, mean, I know my listeners are upset when I say that. Two days of Yantif plus Shabbos. Right. Right. And, yeah. and, and what's 25? What's the setup in 25? So 25 is Tuesday, Wednesday. That's the longest slichas possible. Right. Longest. 2025. So, ne- so, so next year is the shortest slichas possible, followed by the longest slichas possible. Correct. So next year, if, if, if I get invited back on the show, we'll have a lot to talk about because <laughs> 2025 is a Purim on a Friday for the last time in 20 years. Wow. It's not oh. going to happen until 2045. And also it's the last time uh, Pesach, uh, Erev Pesach Shabbos. 
Exactly right. right, right, right. All right, so just to be fair, and I think you'll, and by the way, you are invited back for next year. <laughs> just to be fair to our listeners, because so many of them have already chimed in with things, let me give you the list of things that people have observed regarding 5784, and then, of course, you could start from scratch, including these items. But I just want you to understand with the Eilam, you, know, you, you, you might think that only you and I are, obsess- <laughs> are obsessed with these things. It's incredible how many people out there are into this. It so, sounds like, okay, you give me the list. But maybe, as they, as they say, the Rabbanim say, maybe you, you took the, the drusha away. But okay, go ahead. Yeah, but, but, but I'm, I'm just going to – but I don't want you to react to this. Let me just go through the list with the highlights oh, that people sure. pointed out, and then, of course, you can get into it. So, first of all, someone pointed out that we have not had a year like this, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. A year like this since 5757. That was the last time we had a year like this. Uh, right, a, a listener pointed out this, this is the year of rare Haftorahs. That's what he said, rare Haftorahs. And I I assume that means that we're going to be reading Mikates. And by the way, and this you should comment on for a moment, this listener is under the impression that we read Mikates about every 10 years. Am I right that it's really more like – That's correct. It's not closer to 15? It's not closer to around – no, it's an average every 10. Oh, it is an average every 10. Wow, I thought it was longer than that. Interesting. Uh, Then, of course, the obvious – Asar Bateves, there'll be a fast day on Friday this year, which is always an an interesting aberration and brings us into, you know, a a different way of of observing certainly Erev Shabbos when the, uh, when the, um, when the fast day is on uh, is on Erev Shabbat. I, 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 Most fascinating. Yeah, I always like the guy who, you know, who, who assumes we say Avinu Malkato at Midcha, you know, like I always like right, that. Right. <laughs> I like that guy. You, know, <laughs> you know, it's really fascinating of uh, Asar Batavis, which you and I have never experienced. Asar Batavis on a Friday in Argentina. Because? That's an experience. Because? Because they end at 9 o'clock at night. I assume Australia is the same thing. Correct. Yeah, they're a little early, maybe eight o'clock. They're not as late. Argentina, Brazil. So for, Argentina, it's like our Shiva Sermatamas. Exactly right, right. That's experience. Wow. And you can't start Shabbos early. No, no, it doesn't work. You can't make it. Kid, you work. can't make it as you know after Plagamin. Right, right. Um so what else did he say? There were some other comments here from the listeners. Oh, some Haftoras this year appear twice. There's certain Haftorahs this year that we will say twice. Okay, that yeah, that's true. Okay, that we oh, have. Oh, maybe only according to some in Huggim? Maybe only there according to some. There are several. Yeah, I mean, the, two Haftorahs is, is... Are there two Machar you know, I know there's a Machar Chodesh Shabbos Barash. Is there a Machar Chodesh later in the year? Is there a Machar Chodesh later in the year? Well, let's, let's do the math here. Yeah. Um, well, other Shabbos, other is going to be Shabbos. Right. Um... Other Friday, other Aleph is Friday Shabbos, and then oh, uh, so Nissan is Sunday. No, but su- no, 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 no. So other Shani is Sunday, ah, Monday. I forgot about that. And then Nissan's Tuesday, right. and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos. Um, I'm not sure if you have a second machayish. I don't know off the, off the top of my head. I'd also, to the also year, two other like... rarities. Two other rarities. We have a three day Rosh Hashanah coming. Oh, well, actually, this is for five seven eight five, not for five seven eight four, which you mentioned already. The three day Rosh Hashanah and <coughs> excuse me, and the Purim Mishulash. <coughs> excuse me, in Yerushalayim. And the other thing was, um, uh, what was the other one I wanted to mention? Yeah, am I right or wrong? that this is very unusual to ha- because a lot of people have interesting things to say about a year that we don't blow show for the first day, Yontif, 
and a year that's a leap year, right? There are some Torah giants that have commented that sometimes those years, I want to be careful what word I use, but they could be an out of the ordinary year. Let's put it that way. And this year we this year we have both. We blew chauffeur only on Sunday, and we have a leap year coming up. Obviously, this is a leap year, and the extra month is coming up in Adar. So is that unusual that both things happen in the same year? I mean, you it's relatively unusual because, again, you need this, this you know, Rosh Hashanah Shabbos is only once every, about, I think it's about, uh, what is it, about 28% of the time. And how often and is it? Year is only uh, 7 of 19, so yeah. you have the combo of both. It, it, uh, to have both is probably about, uh, about 10% of the years, maybe, approximately. Right. Yeah, it's, so it's, a... one in, it's one in 10 years. There is a big discussion about this. I should note there was a, there was a Rebbe in, in there, Yisrael, from Common Rydrib, who was, who was recently, he was a 10th grade Rebbe for 50 years, and he passed away uh, uh, several weeks ago, and he gave, he gave a schmooze every year, the night before Rosh Hashanah, but the night before, you know, Erev Rosh Hashanah. And actually, when I came to Nei Yisrael, I, I came for, for Bismedrish. I was in Tel Chicago for high school, and then uh, I went to Nei Yisrael, and they told me, you have to go here with Kalman's schmooze. I mean, it was unbelievable. I remember... I remember things he said in that was from this is over forty years ago. Wow. Just going for one once anyway, but one of his 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 greatest shmuz was a, when it was Shabbos versus Shana. They say that wasn't the year I, I, I went. But if you want, if you listen to what I want on the Nairi Swell website, they 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 have um, you know publications that they send out you know to the alumni, and in the Rosh Hashanah publication of this year, they published common shmuz. From from I think Tufshan Ayin, um, fifty seven seventy. It's about uh, you know fifteen years ago or so, and in there he goes through this what you're talking about. He, he the Shmuz spoke about how how you know Shabbos years are either really good years or or, or issues, and he, he quotes Svarm. It's a very very fascinating piece. Again, if you're mentioning it and you want you know my oh, it. so it's either very That's good or very bad. It's not yeah, it's not exactly ex- right. It's not exclusively yeah. very bad. Right, he quotes. He quotes different Rambam. He says, "Get into the leap year part." That I'm not familiar with, but if you want to read that, it's, it, there's also Minchas Oni. That's a sefer called Minchas Oni that speaks about it. And again, in this schmooze, he goes ahead and he makes. I think I think it was a Lubavitcher Rebbe. And any of our ever our Chabad friends can tell me if I'm right or wrong. I, I don't think I'm making it up. I think I remember being told this. I think it was Lubavitcher Rebbe who warned about leap years. Who was always concerned. Let's put it that way about leap years. Uh, and well, yeah, they say right. We say Lachaparas Pasha because um, there is something about a leap year that has, right. um, you know, maybe again one, one thing is an opportunity, unfortunately, to do more of Aris, right? right. So, you know, so there's an extra month. So we, we want to we want to fill it with extra mitzvahs, you know. Right. Um, and that extra month is odd there, where sometimes things can get out of hand. So, right, I hear that. Okay, I got you. Um, all right, Rabbi Heber, five seven eight four. How did things kick off? What should we know about this brand new year? Okay, so, okay, so let's start. So your listeners are very astute. So I'm going to elaborate on some of the things sure. that your listeners pointed out. Let, let's start with the um, the haftiras. Okay, the haftiras are big. The rarest haftira, the rarest haftira in the regular nusach Ashkenaz. Again, there are different opinions with haftiras, as we know, but in nusach, the regular standard. Ashkenaz, and I would say even if you if you take an art school Chumash, and they tell you which haftira is meaning Ashkenaz, the rarest haftira is Parshas Kedoshim. And the only year that you lane it, 
What? It's only you, Elaine. More rare than Mikates. Yes, more rare than Mikates. It's it's only happens in five point eight percent of all years. Wow. So um, that's about uh, one in what about eighteen, seventeen, something like that. Um, because only only five point eight percent of the years. Because we generally because we're generally reading what Parshas Kedoshim. What are we generally reading for that Torah? Okay, so here's the way it works. Parshas Kedoshim is is um, is usually with Parshas the Haftarah Parshas Kedoshim is very interesting. It's it's called about the Te'evas of Yushalayim, which means about the abominations. It's a very very strong Musar, extremely strong Musar, and. There's actually a Gemara that speaks about this that says, you know, not to make haftars of Tevis or Shalayim. But apparently, we, we don't hold like that, and therefore, we do allow it, but we avoid it at all costs. Okay, this is true for Misha and the English Misha, and the Mishabur also talks about it at the end of the The bottom line is, whatever you could avoid Kedosh if you avoid it. So, what, what does that mean? Okay, so if in a regular year, a non leap year, Ramis and Kedosh are together. Normally, when two parshas are together, like Baruch Hakaisai, you lay in the later parshas right. of Tyra. Right. But when Achremis Kedoshim are together, you lay in Achremis of Tyra because you want to avoid Kedoshim. Wow. Okay. That's a pshuta. That's a regular year. In a right. leap year, it's very interesting how how this works here. Achremis or Kedoshim, but almost every leap year will either be um, Shabbos Hagadol. Right. Achremis can be Shabbos Hagadol. Right. Or Machar Chaydish, one of the two will be Machar Chaydish. In other words, we're Rish Chaydish years on Monday, and now Shabbos Machar Chaydish. Or Rish Chaydish year is on Rish Chaydish. So you, so all of those will knock out the Haftarah of either Achremis or Kedoshim. And none of those so happen say, this year. And none of those happen this year. So what happens is we say, well, if okay, if Achremis got knocked out, let's say let's say Achremis could be Shabbos Hagadol right. sometimes in a leap year. So we say, okay, for Kedoshim, Lane Achremis is Haftira right. and drop the Kedoshim Haftira. Right. And, and and so on. So same thing. Achremis Kedoshim, if you only have one of those weeks open, don't do Kedoshim and do Achremis. What happens this year is that Achremis falls out after on a regular Pesach. Shabbos. After Pesach. After Pesach. The Shabbos after Pesach. It's not Machar Chaydish, it's not Rish Chaydish. And Kedoshim falls out. I um I believe it would be it was a gimel gimel ear I think yeah it is gimel ear um, I'm looking at it. it's gimel ear right. it's gimel ear <laughs> and now you got you got two open shabbosas so achremis gets achremis haftira and kedoshim gets kedoshim's haftira and the last time we did that was 1997 <laughs> wow oh which is that what that listener pointed out 5757 right exactly right right what he meant was this year is called it's called the Zion Ches gimel which means right. Rosh Hashanah is a Shabbos right. it's a chaser which by the way. It's the last Chasser year um, for a bunch of years. And right? Chasser means three. that Rosh Chodesh Tevis is one day and Rosh Chodesh, um, Rosh Chodesh Tevis. Kislev. Say it again? Kislev. Kislev and Tevis Kislev are one day. Kislev and Tevis are one day each. And what's the third thing? No, just that's oh, the third, So the Gimel means Pesach is on Tuesday. Right. And right. how unusual is this with the setup you just described? How often is Parshas Mitzorah by itself Shabbos Agadol? I mean, that's, that's, that's more common. Really? That's actually more common. By yeah, itself? because in a leap year, uh, by itself, yeah. So in any leap year, when, you know, you're splitting the Parshas and the the early um, Vayikra Parshas are read in order, right. so now, and, and, and beginning of Nisan, 
Usually Shabbos HaGadol is Mitzayra in a leap year. Sometimes it's Achremis. When, when Rosh Hashanah is on a Thursday in a leap year, then Shabbos HaGadol is, um, uh, is, is Achremis, right? Um, is, is right, correct. Usually otherwise it's Mitzayra. Right. That's oh, why so. I was like, look, if you look at those old Machzairim, they tried to cover it, but they, some of them missed it. Like it could be Mitzayra, it could be, it could be, you know, you read it the next week. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean cover? Um, a machzor for Pesach, you mean? You know, the machzor of Pesach has to cover the potentially upcoming parshiyos. Correct, because if you want to see a machzor that did its homework. You'll see the upcoming parsha could be Shmini right. Correct, or it could be um, um, or Kedosha. like this year, or it could be Kedosha. Right. Some of them, some of the old machzor missed, missed the boat. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. a great one. <laughs> if I find yeah. an old master it's a, for, for Pesach, it's the first thing I'm going to be looking for now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I once saw, there was once an organization that published like a, a brief set of partiais for like a, a span of time just to cover like a, things that could be in the wintertime, you know, right. like maybe when they could get together. So then it had a Macha Chaydish, um, uh like, you know, for, for Kislev and Teves and Shvat. The problem is, you know, Tavis never has a machachaydish. Wow. And Shvat never has a machachaydish. Because Shvat never a Sunday. But they published machachaydish. So there was extra space that they used up because <laughs> machachaydish never happens in those weeks. I love it. I, I didn't write a letter, but I'm thinking maybe someone wants to learn off Tyra, you know. It's, yeah. All right. What else do we need to know about the brand new year? <laughs> okay. So, and we do also, on the topic of a rare half you are correct. We do Miketz, which is the second rarest Haftarah. Right. And right. again, so we, really, we usually don't because it's usually Shabbos Hanukkah. Correct, correct. And also, Tazria, the Haftarah of Tazria is, the, I believe, about the fifth rarest. Again, it depends on Minhagim really? and how you add them up. But Tazria is a rare Haftarah. Oh, Shabbos HaChodesh. And this year we do it again. usually Shabbos HaChodesh, right. but this year, right? It's, that, um, it's the week before Shabbos HaGadol. Correct. And therefore, it's off. So we lay in... We lay in we then have Torah. Now, in that half Torah, you have something that's also very, very uncommon for your listeners. This is something that um, that is not so common. You have it in Rus, actually. Um, it's called a um, a, a kri. It's a kriva like siv or a kriva like kri. I have to look this up here. It's a kriva like kri, which means there's a word written at the very end of the of Tazria from Malachim. Right, Malachim, it's called a Ksivalikri, which means it's a word written in the Navi, but you but the Balkari actually doesn't read it. He, he skips, skips the it. word. He skips the word. Wow. Right. So you have you know Ksiv, you have a word right. you know, spelled one way and read one way, but this is very rare. Ksivalikri. I think now if Alyssa wants to correct me this, I'm talking off the cuff. You lane it in Rus, and even though it's very relatively rare. You don't lane it that often. It's such a Ksivali Kri is extremely rare. So when Rus uh, or this Haftorah uh, are printed in our Chumashim, do you think they leave that word out? Obviously in the cloth he can't leave the word out, but do you think they leave it out in the Haftorah What books? they do is they write, they put it in brackets, uh, right? They write, you know, they write, and they, they, don't put, they don't put Trump and they don't put the Kudos right. under it. They just write the word to tell you it's there, but it's like... like like Korea, and that's very fascinating. Any any Korean exiv or this, there's something to learn because the 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 they put it in to teach you something, but it's not read 
for another reason. Again, in Rus, there's a few of those. We're both you have both directions. Oh, I can't wait! I got to look at the Haftarah book. I can't wait to see how they do it. Interesting. That's really. So they have what to talk about, and I got to work on a drasha for that. What's the significance? (laughs) I got a half a year though. Let me let me get to the Kippur and Sukkot first. Have you prepared (laughs) your Have you prepared the Kol Nidre sermon yet? Yes. All right. So you're you're way ahead of yourself, Rabbi Hammer. Come on. (laughs) I'm going to mention actually the three. um, There's a major anniversary. There's a there was we're in between. Actually, there's three huge anniversaries that we're right in the middle of. Okay, Rosh Hashanah was the 100th anniversary of, of the beginning of Dafi right. And I, I spoke about it. Yom Kippur War. It. Yom Kippur War is the 50th anniversary. Right. And um, and it's the 80th anniversary this week of the Great March on Washington. By wow. The Abonim, yeah. By the Abonim during World War II. When, Interesting. Uh, you know, when they came to Washington. But very interesting, Rosh Hashanah, I found... Found an old article, and, and for for you Baltimore listeners, you'll appreciate this. The Lublina Rav spoke. I found an article in, in an old Jewish Observer. It was it was reprinted from 1968, where they said Lublina Rav spoke at the first Siem right. Shas, 1930, about 1931. 31, and he says, "I, I, I it was the first Siem. Right. In other words, it started in right. 23. Right. Oh, back in Rosh Hashanah, Rosh 23 to Tubishvat 31." Exactly. Two shot nineteen thirty one was the first CM. Right. right, which is obviously a big you know, he's the one that introduced it. Right. He spoke about it. in it, he said the Dafyami Magide Shir are all different. Meaning they have different styles, but right. they're all unbelievably Magide Shir. He said, I've traveled for the Yeshiva to London and he quoted the Rav there, his name is Rabbi Assistant. He said, I, I traveled to 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 Strasbourg. And I traveled to Baltimore, where Rabbi Schwartz said the Dafyaimi. Wow! So, so, I, so that was like the, the father Dafyaimi came to a Dafyaimi share in Baltimore. So I was everybody, all the that was like a nice, uh, yeah, great shout uh, out. As nice we way said. to the Drusha. Nice way to end the Drusha. To say the least, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah. So these anniversaries will all be mentioned on Kol Nidre night. So I spoke about Rosh Hashanah already. Kol Nidre, I'm going to mention the Yom Kippur War. I right. found Rav Ruderman spoke <clears throat> following the Yom Kippur War, and he spoke about you know what we should do in such a situation. So I'm, yeah. going, to, I'm going to quote from 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 that Roshivim and Neri Stroll. Very <laughs> interesting. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi David Heber is with us. It's the fifth day of the brand new year. We're discussing 5784, Tufshin Pay Dollar. All right, Rabbi Heber, what else do we need to know about this brand new okay. year? Okay, I started with Tavis. You mentioned it's a Friday. That's right. correct. But now we're coming up on something that you remember as a kid. And that is, we're going to have two Asar Bateves in a right. row. Right. Two years in a row. That are Fridays, uh, you mean? That are Fridays. That are Fridays, right. correct? I mean, Mashiach hopefully will come and we'll, we'll, right. we'll celebrate both of them. But if not, then Asar Bateves is two years in a row on a Friday. That hasn't happened in 50, over 50 years. Wow. It happened at the end of 72 and early 74, which were two, two back-to-back uh Hebrew years. I remember in 74 uh, as a little kid how cool it was that we were breaking our fast on Kiddush. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was also I was also a kid. Um, a couple other interesting things. Okay, this one is uh, this one is out of the uh, of fa- of fascinating. Okay, so I said this Rosh Hashanah night because I always go through, you know, quickly some of these things. And I, I the, in Chutzlaretz, 
the maximum number of psukim that you could lane in a day. <laughs> from when you wake up from Maidaani till Hamapil. That's how I'm defining the day. Okay. When is that? It's okay. Shabbos Zohar this year is is going to be on Erev Purim. Purim is going to be on Matzah Shabbos, which right. is which is nice because you, you, you don't come in fasting. Right. Correct. Um, especially it's, it's, it's an Ibriar this year, so that means daylight savings time, so the fast ends much later. Right. Anyway, I, so the morning we're going to live by Yikra. Okay, and we're gonna repeat. You know, we're gonna then it's Zohar. Right. Then we have the Haftorah of Zohar. Right. By Mincha we're gonna lay in Tzav. Right. And at night we lay Megillah Sester. Right. The most, the highest yeah. number of Sukkim from Tanakh that you could possibly lay in a day. In a day. Now you got to come onto an Ibriya with the Vayikra because in a regular year you lay in Parshas uh, Tzav on such a day. Right. And then you lay by Mincha Kisisa. And then when you add up that, it's a little bit shorter than this year, and therefore this year has more. Rabbi, and that's why you have the most Ra- the year of Tyra. So, Rabbi Heber, those who repeat the last pasuk of Parsha Zachar, they get another pasuk. So, like I said, that's got an asterisk. We're, we're, we're putting it at 325, and of course the minute gets to repeat, the entire we're, we're not counting those. Yeah, yeah, we're not counting that. Not counting that. So those who only repeat the one word should feel left out, is what you're saying. <laughs> Exactly right, right. In our count, we're we're giving the three twenty five. I added three twenty five. I think that's right. I didn't recheck it again, which sometimes uh, should do. But that that's from some old notes that I that I found. Here, here's a complicated one. By the way, I, I speaking of Shabbos Zohar, Before you get to the complicated one, um, I, I think I saw this in Dover Beito, and I and I cannot thank you enough for bringing that uh, luach to my attention. By the way. Um, based oh, based on, based on a conversation I had yesterday with the Shmulek at the Flatbush Eichlers, it seems it is out already, but it hasn't got gotten to our area yet. But apparently, it will over the next few days. Please God. So, and then by the way, you know, this year it takes actually there's another month to write about. So you know, take some time, Rabbi. Uh, Absolutely, I really <laughs> wanted it out already because of course, prepare, are you kidding? This, I, want, I look in there. I get are you good, kidding you know? me? I'm waiting with bated <laughs> breath. But anyway. <laughs> I believe it was there that I saw this. It may have been somewhere else. Those who rely on Parsha's Kitetse to be Yotze Mechias Amalek, those who rely on that because whatever the circumstances are, they can't be, I don't know, at laning Shabbos Zohar or whatever the situation might be. Someone missed Shabbos Zohar. Apparently, you have to be very careful in the upcoming year because if you rely on Kiseitze, then the laning from Kiseitze to the next Kiseitze is more than 12 months, is more than a year. And it might be considered that you did not, within the year, take care of the mitzvah of Mechias Amal, of Zchiras Mechias Amalek. So I don't know if right, exactly. Well, that's that. So what is I'm sorry for that. Those the distance between the last Shabbos Zohar and the next Shabbos Zohar is 13 months. Right. And we say the shikha people forget after 12 months. So therefore, you're going Zohar. You got to remember it, and therefore you do it every 12 months. And um, and you don't have the 12 months, so it's 13 months. So some people are. You know, want to be yaitza with kiseitze. So oh, every time so there's that was the point. Leader. So the point that's wasn't the point, right. right the, the point. point wasn't what I said. The point was there are people who pay extra attention to kiseitze next year because between the Shabbos zachers is too long of a period of time. Correct. So I told my gabai. I told I told my bakari to have a mind. Right. For anybody that wants and anyone who knew this had a mind. Some argue on it. Many argue on it and say, you know, even in the shanah pshuta, you could go more than twelve months right. because. Let's take um, a, you know a year where Purim is a Friday, Shabbos Zohar, right? Let's say the following year, 2025, Tav Shepei, 
uh, Shabbos Ocher is going to be on the 8th of Adar. Right. right? It's because Purim's a Friday. The following year, Shabbos Ocher is going to be late, more than 12 months in a few days. So so even in a Pshuta, you have more than 12 months. Obviously, Chazal... Right. It, 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 so it's, it's all close so, enough. Right. It's so close it's, enough. So, so it's always a quote unquote problem. But the solution, of course, is if you do it with regularity, even if it's thirteen months, that's all Chazal we're concerned with. Said so you do it reg- with regularity that every that every Shabbos exactly. before Purim it's done. Simple as that. Very exactly interesting. right. But again, it, it makes for it, it right. again. Some safer brings this, and right. it's a. It's a nice alum to show. Everybody gets very excited when there's right. an and, and it makes our say. it makes our segment much much uh, more interesting. Correct. Uh, okay, you were saying about something complicated. Go ahead. Probably uh, yeah, complicated but very interesting. Like this year, first of all, this coming year is a, is as both leap years. In other words, of course, it's a Hebrew right. leap year and, and it's secular it's a, leap year. It's a, it's a civil. It's a civil civil leap year. Right. Um, it 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 happens. It's not so rare. I once looked this up. It, the way the calendar has shifted. This is not what I'm. Before I get to my point, but I can't resist this one. Okay, the last time, the last time, you had a Lamed other Rishon on February 29th. In other words, Lamed other right. Rishon is the February 29th of the Hebrew calendar. Right. Little, little, the bushel, right. Because it doesn't happen every year. Right. Hasn't happened since 1824. That and it, it doesn't happen the way the calendar shifted slightly. We're not going to have that. You can look up who was born that day, right. and then, and then you know he has this Hebrew birthday doesn't happen every year. His English birthday doesn't happen every year, right? So it's just an interesting uh, tidbit yeah, about that I, day. I, but anyway, and I always remind you that my father passed away the twenty eighth of Adar one, and if it would have been a day later, we would have had yard, yard site questions forever, right? Uh, in terms right. of uh, exactly right. You know, for those who remember the exactly. for those who remember the terror attack at Merkaz Harav. Uh, those boys of blessed memory. Yeah, that, that I think it was Chavtes. I think it was Chavtes. I think it was Lamed. I think it was Lamed under Alf. It was Lamed under Alf. Therefore, the Shaila. I'm not sure when they. Um, oh, because it may have been after after Shkia, right? It may have been after Shkia on that Thursday, right? Yeah. May have been after Shkia on that Thursday back in 2008, and that would make it Lamed. That would make it the, the day you're talking about Lamed Adar Alf, right? Exactly, right, right. So there's a question of what the yard said. The right. Mishabru there says to keep uh, the 30th of Shvat, right. In a regular year, which is what I assume they do right. in the yeshiva. Um, anyway, there's yeah. an interesting, complicated piece. Okay, so so you know the purpose of a leap year is to help catch up, right? Right, a leap year. So you have a leap year is you have an extra thirty days, right? right? But you look at the calendar. The Hebrew calendar doesn't jump thirty days. Eleven. It only uses. It jumps 20 days because 20 days. you have a 385 day right. year, let's say. Let's say. So the, the natural and, 10 move to begin with, and then you have 20, right? Exactly. So it's really, it's really 30 minus 10. Now, this right. year, you have the rarest compensation, or the, I would say the rarest, the minimal compensation, because the Hebrew year this year is only 383 right. instead of 385. <laughs> so you, you, you get a little less, you know, a jump. And it's a, it's a civil leap year, which is 366 days. Right. So you have 383 going up against a 366. So your push ahead is only 17 days right. instead of 18, 19, or 20. Okay. Right. That last happened in, oh, in 2007, 2008. Holy the cow. Before, Holy before cow. Before that, was, yeah. it was 1907 and 1908. So if we had a mullet year this year, if we had a mullet year in 5784 for argument's sake, with everything else set up the way it is, you know what we would have? We would have, we would have Achron Shal Pesach in the month of May. That's correct. Which wow. leads to another interesting tidbit. Wow! Right? That's, it, the jump is not significant. It's it's seventeen days instead of you know the normal much bigger. 
But that's, so here's, here's another rarity. It hasn't happened in 350 years, okay? Okay, this is a little bit confusing, but the eighth year is usually, it's, it's a late year, right? We know it's late. It's so late this year. Um, just for example, okay, as you mentioned, the last day of Pesach, April 30th. April 30th. Right. And in, in the United States, the 29th. Right. Um, you have Purim on April the 23rd. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, excuse March. me. You have Purim on uh, March the 24th. Tisha B'Av. Tisha B'Av is August 15th. Is it August, right? And Shulis is, is, is June 12th. Right. Uh, Hanukkah next year, though, just late year runs into the following year. Hanukkah runs into the next civil year of 2025. It was Akash Pesach. I'm sorry. Zayt's Hanukkah comes out in January, right? In other words, it's cut. It's, you know, the, the end of Hanukkah is right. going to be New Year's of next year. Which, which, mean, year. which means in 2024, there's no Asar Batavis. Correct. That's it. In most, in leap years, you never have an Asar. In, in civil leap years, you never have an Asar Batavis. I think it's happened maybe once in the last hundred years. Wow. Because it starts early, Right. In other words, like we have December now, and right. then it runs late. I think I forgot which year it was. Maybe seventy. I want to guess seventy six. I think. I think nineteen seventy six was a civil leap year that had a Asar Bateves. It's a one in like a hundred years. Let me see if I'm right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just opened my calendar here. December thirty first, nineteen seventy six. You see, it barely made it. It barely made it. Meaning, because so, it was no. a civil leap year without it being a Jewish leap year. Oh, you're, you're, you're saying when they're... I'm saying, no, I'm saying a Jewish leap year, a year that's a Jewish leap year. And a civic leap year. civil year, right. regardless of the civil leap year, but that civil year will not have an Asar Bateves. Right. Because in a Jewish leap year, Asar Bateves right. Gets falls early because right. it's before the extra other, right. and the next Asar Bateves falls late. So right. you miss, you know, like we said earlier, 72, December 72 had a Friday Asar Bateves. The next Asar Bateves was January 74. Wow. Because seventy three did not have an Asarbatavis. Unbelievable. Right. <laughs> what else do we so need? One to... more go ahead. Yeah, the more. late year, okay, that's a big one because that's very relevant to you know, people's schedules and, right. and so on. Yep. Um uh, one more is that the day Rishkhadish El is the day after Labor Day. Wow. There's, right. there's, 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 there's gonna be a whole month of school before Rosh Hashanah. Right, 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 exactly. Which is and, actually, and which actually is really nice, frankly. That's a that's correct, a that's a correct. good month of school and then a good break afterwards. So, correct, and then also there's questions. Of L, you know, L, right. you know, people want to be learning and and so on. But it's the latest year. Interesting, eighteenth, eighth, the eighth and the nineteenth year are the two latest years. Meaning of the nineteen-year cycle. In the calendar. Correct, nineteen-year cycle. But eight is usually a drop later than the nineteenth. Wow. Okay, because it's come. They both come after two leap years. In other words, I'm sorry. They come after two. In other words, six and then eight. Usually, you got to wait three years for a leap year. But here, you get you get an extra kick, right? It's six, then eight. So it's two years later. Seventeenth year of the nineteenth year, and then nineteen. So it, you get that extra push up. Okay, but eight is later than nineteen right. because. But this nineteen year cycle. 19 is later than 8, which means in the 19th year of the cycle, which is going to be in 11 years from now, when, 2035. When will Rosh Chodesh Elul be? <laughs> oh, no, but, but Pesach will be May 1st. The last day Pesach is going to be May 1st. Wow, so we are going to finally have the 
So it does we'll happen. That. And then in 2043, I hope I'm invited back on the show, <laughs> in 19 years, that's the biggie. Pesach, the last day Pesach is going to be on May the 2nd. Which means so that even, even in Israel, Pesach will be in May. Correct, correct, correct. Wow. So, so I always wonder, your listeners are going to laugh at this. Some matzahs say, some of the Shmur matzah boxes used to say it expires May 1st. I'm thinking, uh-oh. Right. <laughs> they better change that. <laughs> they better change that. <laughs> There'll be something right, somebody writing an extra number there. Huh? We meant May 10th, not May 1st. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, oh, boy. And uh, just another couple of things. When it comes to the work schedule, this was uh, certainly very uh, beneficial to many people that everything is Shabbos Sunday, obviously the exception being Monday, Yom Kippur. Uh, there are a lot of people happy about the fact that Columbus Day is the day after Simchus Torah, so that gives everyone a, who's off on Columbus Day, a a, a day to uh, recover from the incredibly long month take of Yom Kippur. Take their sukkah down. Also. And take their sukkah down. Yeah, yeah. Correct. And and also and also. Oh, by the way, next year's sukkahs could be freezing. Next year's sukkahs could. Oh, yeah. Next yeah. year's sukkahs could be almost Thanksgiving. I mean, my gosh. Yeah, it's cold. It's gonna be cold. It's gonna be yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and Rabbi Absolutely. Heber, your your comment about the uh, about Pesach being Tuesday, Wednesday, the first two days, and I believe Shavuos is what Wednesday, Thursday this year. I think it's Wednesday, Thursday. Correct. Yes, correct. I yep. mean, that's Wednesday, a lo- that's yep. a lot of midweek, Rabbi Heber. A lot of midweek you're Absolutely. giving us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yom Kippur is a Shabbos next year. Right. That's, that's the, the first time in seven years we have. Uh, my my late brother. Have... My late brother used to say that the uh, <laughs> that when there's three three day yuntifs. The consolation prize is that Yom Kippur's on Shabbos. Because those three three-day hunters are quite a haul, Rabbi Heber, and we have yeah, it. Yeah, one, yeah, I know, I know. We have it one year from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has not happened in in really it's in six years. The so next year will be seven years. Right. What's interesting? You make Kiddush every Friday night. When, when it happened six years ago, I thought to myself, "Oh, we're missing Kiddush Yom Kippur night." And now, Mitzvah, we should be like a kiddush every single Friday night till seven years from now. Wow! When it happens again, one second. Oh, you meaning that? Well, it, but meaning next year it happens. Next year, next year, right? So now we're by six, like, because this is now this is now the seventh. Oh, wow! I didn't realize it was such coming a long up, stretch. I didn't realize it was such a long it's, stretch. Wow! It's been a while. Yeah, so a three day in Eretz Yisrael is a big deal because that's the only time. Yeah, for Rosh Hashanah, right? They have the three days, and that hasn't happened in a while. So it's going to be, you know, they they uh, they prepare a lot. I mean, we also do, but it's uh, for them it's a unique experience. Yeah, for, they, that, for them it's a total panic. We're used to it, but for them it's a total panic situation. <laughs> for them, two days is a total panic situation. Absolutely. So, absolutely. We're actually the longest break right now. This may be surprising. The longest break of no three-day yontif. Okay, because the last time it happened, here's an interesting tidbit here. You always have a three-day yontif. Every civil year has at least one three-day yontif. Last year was Either Pesach. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday. Last year was Pesach. Last year was Pesach. Next year is Rosh Hashanah. Right. Believe it. That's the longest possible break. With ah, a leap year in the middle. A year and a half. Month. A year and a half break. Yeah. With a leap year. With a leap year. Right. It's the longest. Uh, oh, longest and with break. a leap year makes it even longer. Right. 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 Um, when you, what does Rabbi Heber do? When, when do you? First of all, do you speak both days of Rosh Hashanah and Shul? I do. So when it's when it's a three day untif, are you speaking Thursday, Friday, and giving the Shabbos Shuvah Drasha? Yes. Wow, 
That's cool. Shabbat that, Shuvah, I give in the afternoon. That's I don't speak cool. in the morning Shabbat Shuvah, but I give in the afternoon. That's quite a whole, Rabbi Heber. That's quite, I mean, uh, talk about preparing in advance. I mean, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, better, work. you better get going, let me tell you. <laughs> I know. Some listeners might be saying, but trust every day. Like, you know, I know, my gosh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and what happens, I'm, I'm assuming also that it's the, um, you know, the two days of Yontif on Sukkot. But I'm assuming you don't speak Simchus Torah, right? I'm assuming. Or my oh, no, not Simchus Torah. Right. No. There's no sermon but, but Simchus Torah. night, I have a, Simchus Torah night, we start a little bit early. And, and before the auction, I give a half hour sheer on these in Yonim, of the calendar and so on. I get to have fun. Wow. Right? And I get up and I go through all these cal- calendar things for anything, questions, answers. Right. And, uh, and Simchus Torah, as my father would always say, Simchus Torah, anything goes. Right. That's my drush of Simchus Torah. Are you able to do that without me? You can get through that segment without having me ask the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you're invited. You know, you invite me all the time. You're invited to me. You'll, we'll have a question and answer for him. Yeah, yeah. It'll go forever. It'll be a lo- much longer than a half hour. Uh, Rabbi David Heber is author of the book, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. We are strongly recommending it, as we always do, especially if you love these types of issues, The Intriguing World of Jewish Time. And, of course, in addition to his responsibilities at the Star K, he is the rabbi of Kahal Avis Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Maryland. And I hope... Hope and prayer by Heber that you have a wonderful, meaningful, easy fast starting Sunday night with Kol Nidre Night. And our best to everybody down there in Baltimore. And during the year, as is our custom, we will check in with you and find out more about the uh, Jewish calendar. Okay, you and your listeners should have a easy, meaningful fast and a Gemach Sabatayva to you and to your listeners and to Gens Yisrael. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. Many people call it their favorite segment of the year. Uh, for me, it's amazing. Rabbi David Heber on a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. <laughs>